Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and me and Sunny are sitting here. Um, so happy to be gathered with you today, talking about stuff, everything junk journal related and paper craft related. And uh, that's Holly, my African Grey in the background, uh, who is having a tremendous day with his dingle bell. Um, and he wanted to say hi to all of you. So, now that we're all here and snuggled in, uh, the topic of today is our first junk journal. Yes, yes. Now, whether you're a newbie or you're a seasoned, salty old junk journal maker, <laughs> I, uh, uh, we all can uh, think about, or maybe you haven't even made a junk journal yet and you're just contemplating your very, very first junk journal. Well, I have to say there's something very special about our first junk journal. Herein lies the ultimate of our resilience, the depth of our creativity, the willingness to risk and go beyond our comfort zone. Um, Because if you've never made a book before, it can be a little bit intimidating in the beginning. And let's face it, um, it's very common, very, very common to make um, a lot of boo-boos, a lot of bluebirds, that things just didn't quite work out right in that first journal. But in that first journal, there is Um, It is wrapped in its own natural sense of the struggle. And I I encourage you to keep your first journal. Um, And it's fine if you give it away as a gift or something like that. But if you you still have it or if you haven't made it yet and you're thinking about making one, I encourage you to maybe keep your first one because there's something about the experience of creating that first journal that is so unique. Um, And um, all, you know, if you get bitten by the bug, as many of us have, and you end up making more journals and more journals and more journals. Each one can be full of passion and excitement and playing with the papers and feeling all the little fibery ends of the paper and having so much joy with the textures and your imagination starts to hop from place to place where you want to take the next journal. But that very first journal, that very first journal, often we start with, well, I'd like to make a Harry Potter journal or I just want to make a basic book to see if I can make it through the process. And um, my first journal was a journal full of watercolor paper. Because at the time I was uh, doing a lot of watercolor painting and I thought, well, you know, I could see maybe hand binding my first watercolor journal. And um, um, I did. And, uh, you know, I remember going through the process of that and watching videos and so many videos and, okay, all right, which take am I going to take on this? Am I going to do it this way? Am I going to do it that way? How am I going to put those papers inside that book and get them to stay and not run around all over the place or fall apart? And uh, I didn't even know about you know, the, the intricacies of getting the pages to line up and, and your pages not to stick out the side of your book, or if you want that look, then how to get the pages to stick out the side of your book. Um, you know, there's like a million and one things you come across, how to sew the darn thing together, how to glue it together. What glue is strong enough? What do I need to know? That spine. Oh my gosh, the spine. What am I going to do with the spine? Should the strings show? Should I cover the strings? How many ways can I make a spine? There's about a million And, um, um, so, but you finally decide you, you do this deep inhale and you just, it's, it's, it's kind of very private and you just sort of go, okay, I am, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try and make a book all on my own when nobody else is looking. They won't know what I'm doing. They just, they'll just think I'm crafting like I'm always crafting, but I am going to 
create a legacy. I'm going to make something that's going to be here forever after I'm gone, as long as it doesn't disintegrate. And uh, um, there's the potential of that, that this book could be here way after you are gone. That's right. So just remember that when you're making that first book, not to put a little pressure on you, just teasing. Um, and, and your first book can be uh, super simple. It can be you fold two pages of copy paper together and um, you staple them in the middle and now you have made up your first book or you could go you know the big grand dam of it all and you could do oh I've had this big old book that I've never done anything with and I want to take out the cent- the center text block and I want to use the cover and make a giant spell crafting tome type book it's going to have this beautiful architecture all over the um, cover and I'm just going for it I'm just going total reckless abandon and I may make mistakes along the way but you know what I'll learn from them and I'll just keep carrying on so, you know, who knows? Who knows what road you're going down today? Uh, maybe you're making little mini books, maybe a little tiny book, you know, maybe like a little thumb-sized book, you know, like uh, would be a really cute collection, wouldn't it be? Like maybe five little tiny books and they're all bound together in a, a pretty sash, uh, maybe a pretty sari silk ribbon or another uh, lace ribbon, something like that. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be so cool. So, yeah, there's something very nostalgic, very one day it'll be vintage. It may be vintage already because you're using vintage stuff or it's today's stuff and it will be vintage one day. So keep your options open for how you think about that, that first book. And I promise you, well, at least I can say in my experience, my feelings towards my first journal changed dramatically over time. At first it was a a lot of frustration. There was a lot of hair pulling, a lot of, cause I, I, uh, attempted to do the Coptic stitch, which uh, um, is a little tricky. It's not as easy as the three-hole pamphlet stitch. I wish I would have learned that one way back when. But the Coptic stitch, I, I yeah, I went in for the first journal. What was I thinking? And um, so learned how to do that, and then um, learned how to put the covers on so they were strong. Uh, learned how to deal with the spine. I think I ended up using some kind of burlap or something for the spine, or something heavily woven uh, fabric something probably that was used for wreaths and um, used that as my spine because I really didn't want it to fall apart. I kept gluing the bejeebers out of it. it. If I just put enough glue down, it wouldn't come apart. And I don't think I even knew about Fabrifix at this time. This was way back. This was way back in white glue land. And um, um, so I glued it and glued it. And, uh, you know, all my little pages warpled because I used white glue here and there and that kind of thing. But um, it was so much fun. And I realized, oh, Okay, so then uh, initial phase, what for me was frustration because I, I had to figure it out. And then I had to take it apart a few times because I didn't do my Coptic stitch right. And then I figured it out and then I got it all assembled and then I beheld it and look at it. I was like, wow, I made a book. <laughs> like I was so, that was, that was like a really, a real kicker of a day. Look at me. I'm all bad and everything. I made a book. I made a book. And, uh, so then I thought, wow, that's cool. And then I was afraid to use the book because I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It was just so pretty. I didn't want to touch it. And um, gosh forbid, paint in it. So finally later, years later, um, I finally did paint in the book. And it is now full uh, of all paintings. So I'm, I'm happy to say I finally put it to good use. But it took me a long time before I could even venture into using the book. Because I thought, Ugh, you know, what if what if I mess it up? And, and then my, my pristine, nice, clean, watercolor-paged book will be a disaster. And um, 
Uh, so, you know, it's kind of funny how we have these thoughts, these crazy thoughts about we make this stuff and then we think, gee, should we use it? Maybe we shouldn't use it. It's too good to use. Um, and uh, I really, I didn't have anybody I could give it to, did I? Maybe I did. I have relatives who watercolor paint. But, you know, it was my first book and I wanted to hang on to it. So I did. I hung on to it. I'm really, really glad I did because um, I go back and I look at it periodically and I just look at the way I constructed it. And, uh, hi, Sunny, you want to sit in my lap? Sure, you go right ahead. And, uh, you know, it's funny because you really, really can see the struggle in your journey. And uh, um, especially in that first book. And uh, my book was not a chunky monkey. It was a flat, regular looking style book that you might pull off a shelf, you know, like that thick. I mean, you know, it didn't look like uh, crazy town. And uh, um, there wasn't any fancy ephemera in it. There was a whole lot of nothing. It was a bunch of white pages of uh, watercolor paper. And um, I had found some watercolor paper at the thrift store and I thought, oh, I'd love to turn this into a book. So that's how that happened. And um, I should do a flip through of that book just so you can see um, uh, the journey of that. And I'll give you a more up close and personal look at it. Uh, But that was a lot of fun. Um, That was a long time ago. I don't even remember. Maybe I put a date in it. I probably dated the pictures so we can get an idea of what that would look like. Oh, that would actually give me the first... No, I had the book way before I painted in it, so that wouldn't give me my actual start date. Um, I guess, how long have I been making journals? It it feels like somewhere between five and seven years, I want to (laughs) say. I would say, yeah. Um, Maybe, maybe not. Maybe maybe around the five-year mark. Yeah, I would say that would be right. Um, uh, So... Yeah, I'm wondering what your your journal, or like reflecting back, do you still have your first journal? Do you remember what it looked like? Do you remember what it felt like? Do you remember what it felt like to make it? Do you Have you gone back and looked at it? Have you filled it up with stuff? Is it still naked and you're afraid to go near it because you don't want to mess it up? Or did you give it to somebody? Did you make it for your kids or for your sister or for your uh, best friend? I mean, what was happening with that first book? Um, and, and what did you learn? What did you learn? Hi, Sunny. Yep, you're back in my lap. That's okay. You want to talk to the people? Say hi. Yeah? Okay. Hi. That's hi from Sunny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a magical thing, that first journal. It has a feel to it unlike any other. And mine was, I didn't use a book cover. I made my book uh, cover from scratch. I wanted to see if I could make it. I didn't have any fancy this or fancy. I had nothing. And uh, so I took, my husband used to get his shirts done at the laundromat. And they used to put them in these boxes. So I would take the boxes. And when they would fold the shirt, um, they would have this piece of cardboard in the center. It was kind of like a chipboard, not too thick, not too thin. But I found that if I used one, two, or three of those, depending on the kind of journal I was making, um, glued together, I would get a nice thickness for a book cover. So um, it starts to teach you to keep your peepers open around and uh, your place and start to look at things with different eyes. Um, A lot of packaging can be used for covers for junk journals, and it's a great way to recycle, repurpose, reuse, and uh, keeps the old garbage uh, bin down, keeps the landfills down, and uh, we uh, put things back to a better use. And um, I mean, journals... There are still a lot of journals out there today, like modern style journals that you can buy. 
So journaling is still a thing. Handwriting is not so much a thing anymore. Everybody's on their computers and, you know, hitting the computer keys and sending messages that way. But the old art of sitting down and actually writing something to yourself or writing something, uh, some writing about something, writing about your day, writing about the experience of your day. Hmm. You know, I've always been, you know, chicken hearted about actually doing a journal journal and maybe it's because I feel too much pressure to write down everything where it's pages and pages of writing where there's nothing wrong with that there's totally nothing wrong with that people absolutely love just writing journals where they're plain plain blank pages or lined pages where you just write your thoughts your daily thoughts almost like a diary or um what have you not I mean however you decide to do it But then there's that whole world of people who are doing junk journaling where they write little side notes, like there's like a half a decorated page or a little decoration at the top of the bottom, and then they just do some personal notage in it. And I've never really done that, and I need to try that. I I just really got to try that and see what that feels like because um, it looks like fun. It really does. It looks like fun. And uh, that's a whole different way to uh, approach junk journaling. I mean, it's actually using the junk journal for what it was um, originally designed for. Some have more morphed into more lookbooks where maybe there's not a lot of room for writing or the pages are kind of bumpy and it's not that easy to write, but maybe you can slide a writing card or a writing board underneath where it makes it a little bit easier. But uh, yeah, I think maybe I'm going to try that this year. I'm going to make myself a journal and I'm going <clears> to... <throat> journal and do art inside of it too to see what that feels like because it might just be a lot of fun um and uh, see where that goes I mean there's there's so many different layers to what you can do with junk journals um what I really like about the whole junk journal world is that it brings all forms of art together so if you have skills in crocheting or rubber stamping or collage or painting or you know you're really good with glitter or you know whatever it is you can bring that to your uh, even knitting heck wouldn't it be cool to knit a journal cover or knit a sash for a journal I mean that would just be so darn cool and um or sewing how about all the sewing people oh my gosh you can do so much with uh, fabric journals and fabric covers and stuff like that um, so yeah, lots of fun things. To, oh, I just got an idea. Okay, now I got to mentally write that down. Okay, somebody get a piece of paper. Here, I'll get one. No, don't you? You don't have to get up. I'm just going to write this down. And uh, okay, use. Okay, this was my idea. So use the fancy stitches on plain fabric, and then make a journal cover out of that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to try that. And then also I'm going to be making a real junk journal, a real junk journal, a real, as if the other ones are not, uh, a journal with script and art. Okay, so we're going to try those ideas. Okay, so these are like random capture ideas that uh, whenever you get one of those that flies through your head, capture it. I highly, highly recommend that you capture it because um, one day you're going to look back on that piece of paper and go, oh, God, I forgot about that idea. That would be so cool. Why don't I do that? And it gives you this pool to pick from. Then you've got a place to pick from. So if you're possibly sitting down one day and you're trying a new art form, like maybe junk journals, (laughs) and you're thinking, hmm, I would like to uh, 
make my first junk journal. I'm going to declare today is the day where Providence moved and I am going to make a book. Thank you, Sunny. He just knocked over an empty water bottle and now it is his official toy. All right, there you go. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that if you've declared that this is your day, then if you have this little pool of ideas that you can draw from, each one of those pages can have one of those ideas on it. And don't get intimidated about how many pages are in your junk journal. Be easy on yourself. You don't have to decorate every page. You can decorate, you don't have to decorate any page. You can decorate every fifth page. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Page or every 10th page or just the front and back cover or every page. Totally your choice. Totally your choice. It all depends how much reckless abandoned fun you want to have with that particular journal. Because you know what? There's always another journal. That's right. And um, you'll settle into what your groove is and what you'll like. But I really encourage you to try different materials, different fabrics, different textures in your journal and, and see where you're, what you're drawn to. And um, uh, you'll find out pretty fast. Okay, that's really crinkling, my love. I love you, but if we're doing an audio right now. Okay, let me do a trade-off. This is what we do. Okay, you give me the water bottle. Where are you? I got it. And I'll give you Lammy, because you absolutely love Lammy, and Lammy is soft and squishy. Okay, here's Lammy. Ready? Go get Lammy. Yay! Okay, great. He's gone to get Lammy. <laughs> and he's back. <laughs> um, life with a pup. Never dull moment. Um, so, yeah, sometimes um, giving yourself the opportunity to try different textures and different um, materials. And don't rule anything out. Just stop it right now. Just just stop with your like, oh, yeah, well, I can't do that. No, no, no. You just stop that right now. And you just say, okay, you know what? I'm kind of inspired to try that. I'm thinking I would like to play with cheesecloth. You know, and I've never played with cheesecloth, and I want to see what it's like. It looks like it might be fun. It looks like it has cool texture. Maybe I could use that in embellishments, or maybe on my cover, or maybe as a sash, or or maybe as a spine dangle. Or why do we even have spine dangles? Nobody really knows. Nobody really knows why these little book jewelry is on there. But we just some of us love them, and we just love to put them on uh, junk journals because it's just a kind of a fun expression of a dangly thing, and who doesn't love a good tassel? You know what I mean? And uh, plus, they can be transplanted often. Um, we make them removable in some cases, and then you can go clip them on your keychain or hang them from your, um, you know, hanging fan light chain dangle thing, and, and um, or from your... Um, uh, uh, rear view mirror in your car, but of course, make sure that you can see. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like the, all the goofy things that we craft together. Um, but uh, it all comes back down to that first junk journal. And I love, I absolutely love it when I hear from people and I say, oh, I've been watching you and I finally got the courage to make my first journal. And it's, I love, I love hearing that because I can hear the, the joy in their voice and the excitement and the thrill, even through the pages. It's like, through the email and through the direct messages, I can hear the excitement. And um, 
because I remember, I remember that feeling myself making the very, very first one and how exciting it is. And, uh, it it just, it's just, it just tickles me think, no, you can't have that. (laughs) And, uh, where's your lammy? Here, get the lammy. Go get lammy. Okay. And, uh, um, it's so much fun. And I want you to have bushelfuls of fun because you deserve it. And the world is your oyster and everything is a craft supply until proven otherwise. I want you to go forth in your world and look at everything with those eyes. And if you have already made uh, your first journal a long time ago or just recently, why don't you go take another oogle at it and just uh, remember when and get the feel for it and, and you know look at how the the spine works or doesn't work depending on, on how you made it, but have, um, maybe, a, uh, some eyes of appreciation for what you went through when you made it. And if you have not made your first journal yet, I highly encourage you to give it a go. And, uh, I think that once you give it a go, you'll find that you'll want to make more. Um, that happens a lot <laughs> and, uh, it's a good thing because you know what, um, just, uh, you know what? Just put your big girl, big boy, whoever pants you got, just put them on, jump in the water and have a swim because the water's warm. It's nice in here and come and have fun with the rest of us with all the the papers and the laces and the trims and the colors and, and uh, just get lost in it because it's a happy place and you deserve a happy place. So from me and Sunshine, uh, we send our love to all of you. We hope you're having an amazing day and we hope you get some crafting in because we know that's going to be fun. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon so you know where to find me i have um uh, my YouTube channel is The Paper Outpost. I have an Amazon store where all my favorite tools and supplies are listed. And I have um, uh, an Etsy shop where I have vintage digital kits along with junk journals um, when they're done. And uh, sometimes bundles and you just never know what you're going to find there. Sometimes I might pop things up by surprise, not tell anybody. They'll just be in the store. And other times I'll do a big hoo-ha announcement. Um, what else? Uh, what else we got? We got a monthly emailed newsletter, which is free. And you get a free digital image email to you directly uh, from me um, monthly and you get a junk journal tip and a note from the bookmaker and a list of junk journal supplies and uh, podcasts I got for uh, well, you know about that because you're listening to this never mind <laughs> just pretend I never said that and the uh, Facebook group come and join our Facebook group we're having so much fun over there we're creating lots of fun things we're sharing what we're making we're showing our different takes on all the different goofy things we do in these videos and we're doing weekly and monthly challenges which are optional and you're welcome to play out full force or you're welcome just to lurk and hang out and just be totally inspired by all the amazing everybody puts on there because I know that I am always floored whenever I take a look and I take a look every day so I love you guys take care uh, from sunny Hollywood um, happy Leonardo and Papa we wish you all the best and we'll talk to you next time bye bye